0: maybe maybe we can do some sample reaction so imagine um I don't know, maybe i'll run through a hypothetical scenario for you sure. patrick if you're absolutely right with that. imagine you're seeing a boy and then he sort of grotesquely mm-hmm. transforms into a car and it's the most horrifying thing you've ever
1: seen uh, 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 uh,
0: uh, uh, how are the waveforms looking are those <laughs> they popped they popped up but um okay. but that's mostly good nothing, okay.
2: nothing crazy yeah, yeah, yeah
0: great all right yeah. Imagine you're seeing a car, a car's ass, the ass of a car, but then the, ca- <laughs> the ass of a car becomes
1: the ass of
2: a man. <sighs> Uh-oh? Uh.
0: <laughs> and how is that looking?
2: The ass is the a ass waveform. Ass or the wavelengths. <laughs> there we go. It's the same page. Uh, they're looking good. My
1: name is Mr. Sour Pickles. The, page of the visionaries.
2: It's all
0: about helping people. Close up with people. You're getting on my nerves, horse. We can't ever go back to Arizona. A bit.
2: How did JFK get my spaghetti video? Who helped them fight Mungador?
3: Welcome back, everybody. It's Saturday Work Tuesdays, adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Rory. I'm Andy, and I'm Austin. You're back, everybody, in the Saturday Morning Tuesdays. Uh, house uh, house of tricks for our second week <laughs> of the garbage pile of Saturday morning cartoons that we want to watch and simultaneously spent the last the better part of the last four years refusing to watch uh,
1: <laughs>
0: yes finally finally there's no better time to clockwork orange force our eyes to watch uh, a bunch of garbage
3: <laughs> and that's exactly what we did and with us, with us is our as an esteemed co-host and, and revered guest, Patrick Stageman. Oh, hello.
1: Patrick. Welcome back,
2: Pack. Thanks.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> nice sort to, of a truncation. Nice to
2: hear from you all. <laughs> yeah.
0: Welcome back, Pack. Welcome back,
2: Pack. Oh, God. That sounds uh, like a TV show I don't want to watch. <laughs>
0: So, Patrick, I think we need to clarify to you and to our listeners once again to remind them the rules of trash pile uh, (laughs) as we established last week. um, These are we watch we're watching a lot of content. We normally we do two shows. We're doing three for these trash pile episodes, and there's just a lot of drivel to get through. So in order to kind of keep us on track and to not get too bogged down in the garbage details, we can just say trash pile as like. A reminder. It's like a safe word, even. number okay. That we can just kind of, you know, leap over. We don't have to talk about it. Stuff. We don't have you, to talk about it. You're allowed to tap out.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> Trash pop. Great. Trash pop. Uh, um,
2: yeah. I feel uh, like to... I'm, I might be pressing that button a decent amount. It, yeah, and you know what?
3: You know what? I, I, I regret to tell you this, but uh, our buttons are worth more than your button. your guest and we're hosts, so.
0: They're not wired to anything.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Like when you yeah. give your, your young, like, nephew the un- unplugged controller oh, the unplugged
2: controls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the door Patrick. close button on an elevator. <laughs>
3: yes, Patrick's just going to be over there saying, trash pile, and in the edit, I'm just going <laughs> to slowly turn him down.
0: <laughs> uh, can we please find out what shows we're watching this week? Please, please, please.
3: Yes, absolutely. We have decided against most logic to watch today Street Fighter the animated program the animated uh, TV uh. show Archie's Weird Mysteries which is uh, you know it's own little thing and finally Austin's ride or die Turbo Teen Turbo Teen who, and, <laughs> Die and, please <laughs>
0: <laughs> trash the consensus pile. Is die yeah if yeah. i say
3: trash pile in the intro does that take us straight to the uh, the wrap up and we don't have to do this <laughs> we have to start again actually if
2: i had <laughs> to choose between riding in turbo teen or dying i it's would die absolutely
0: 100 percent dying yeah no this is <laughs> a fate worse than death uh but i think we gotta dive right in colonel william Goddard. One of the greatest martial artists in the world
3: travels the global tournament circuit, using it to conceal his top-secret mission as leader
1: of an elite group of international crime fighters, known only by their codename, Street Fighter. The heroic man-beast,
3: Hard-kicking fighting machine, Chun-Li! Of the most amazing warriors ever seen have joined forces with Guile to combat the criminal empire of Shadow and its superhuman
1: leader, Bison. They have their own code of honor, discipline, justice, commitment, and together they will triumph against
3: the forces of evil.
1: Street
3: Fighter! Alright, y'all. First episode of The Trash Pile. Street Fighter, episode 22, The Warrior King. So
1: <laughs> this one,
3: this one is, is pretty wild. So bear, bear with me as we, we're going to get through this together, everybody. Uh, the powerful <laughs> I, warrior king has defended his country from the evil mages for years. But when his orb of power is flung into a vortex, you know, we've all been there. Mondays,
1: <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> he follows it as well. The orb lands in a nation close to Shadaloo and Bison claims it as his own. The orb has the power to control all weather, and Bison threatens the world with its power of weather. <laughs> the street fighter team is assembled, and Chun-Li is the first to confront Bison. The warrior king magically appears and fights Bison's minions with Chun-Li's help. The two quickly fall in love under another v- until another vortex appears, and the warrior king is forced to leave Chun-Li forever.
0: And it's very important to state that the Warrior King is Michael Dorn, is Worf from Star Trek, and Worf definitely smashes Chun Li. Oh my god, That's a lot of sex with Chun Li. Worf and Chun Li smash, and this is very important. I can't get over it. He's also not
3: explicitly, unfortunately, but... no, unfortunately, not explicitly. Can we talk about how sexy the Warrior King is? Because He's...
1: The he's addition, thick
3: boy. He's yeah, like, mm. he's, he's a thick man. He's a thick warrior man. A thick
2: monotone man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. But there's a line where him and Chen Li are sort of like huddled around a fire, sort of like be- bemoaning the fact that they, they can never be together. Mm-hmm. And this fucking well, what smooth... What is a warrior king to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, we're dropping this clip immediately. He says, if not
1: for the peril of my doomed world stay with you forever
3: oh yeah and then, oh, if that doesn't not in front of my podcast
2: friend <laughs> if I said Chun-Li you're a fine girl such a fine girl what a good wife you would be
3: okay just sing the whole song at this point oh, everybody's <laughs> so dramatic orb, in this show my love
2: my lady is my is orb, the, is <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: yeah fucking Michael Dorn man what a hot Rory, Rory, yes. Rory,
0: why did you pick Street Fighter?
3: Um, well, we picked Street Fighter. I, I don't know that it was really my my choice to pick Street Fighter. I don't know really I picked the episode. Um, but mm-hmm. we sort of we sort of circled around it as a fucking goofy ass show that was gonna that was gonna, you know, deliver on the trash. Yeah. And, and it did. Uh, Yeah, this episode. I picked this episode for all of its mention of orbs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, and and um, Patrick, we watched a Jason the Wheeled Warriors episode last week (laughs) that that heavily dealt with wizards and orbs. (laughs) Yeah, so I've got a I've got a type emerging. It was a very wizard orb heavy episode.
2: (laughs) I I was going to ask since. You told me that you watched different shows last week. I was going to ask how you picked these episodes specifically from these shows. Because, you know, with, and especially in this with, show, you with, just jump right into the middle of nonsense. With deep
3: trash, that's sort of how it goes. We've sort of got a right. Venn diagram of trying to get into when the show is sort of firing at all cylinders, whatever that means for that appropriate show. And also then the titles that you
2: enjoy. Yeah, we're going <laughs> yeah. off
3: synopses and titles because we're not going to we're not going to vet episodes. And I mean, then, as always, we're looking now for wizards, orbs, snakes, and bees, and and of apparently and uh,
0: a dance, a dance happening uh, because <laughs> yeah. all three, miraculously, all three of these shows we watch these episodes had a big dance happen. Mm, this is Even true. Even Street Fighter. Even Street Fighter had a big dance, so Chun Li was in a prom dress. <laughs> Inexplicably, it's
3: crazy. And I guess in this Street Fighter cartoon, Chun Li's day job is a reporter.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's so She's dumb. She's an April O'Neil. She's an April O'Neil
3: type for sure. This this cartoon is kind of uh, kludged together from various different Street Fighter adaptations, Capcom properties, etc. So they took cues from like the shitty movie. It's it's not. It's pretty clear that they. Didn't dive hardcore into the canon backstories of any of these Street Fighter characters. They just kind of made whatever they wanted. Isn't she right. a diplomat's daughter? Maybe I, I for, completely forgotten my no, Street Fighter lore.
0: Anything about Street Fighter canon? However, <laughs> it is so bizarre. I mean, the thing I do know is that the main characters are Ken and Ryu, not guy. Uh, the not guy. Nature, the whitest, most American, blonde, mm-hmm. blue. Eye, you know, blonde haired well, blue eyed guy. Ken,
3: Ken is a decently blonde, blue haired, white. White blue, <laughs> eyed, blonde, white eyed,
1: blue haired, blue eyes, white blonde, white
3: and blue. There's a combination there of yellow, white and blue in in, in the uh, in the preferred order of the Aryans.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, still though,
0: like Ryu, <laughs> Ryu is the de facto like main character of Street Fighter, and they made sure to show as little of him as possible <laughs> through this whole show. Yeah, he gets
2: one or two lines. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's. Also, if
3: you're you're not sure if you've ever seen the Street Fighter cartoon, it came out in 1995, they aired it on USA, but if you're like, I don't know if I ever saw this, do you recall a meme that went around and still goes around of M. (laughs) Bison, the slow zoom in on his face as he goes,
2: yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: That's right here, baby. That's where it comes from. We didn't watch that episode,
3: but M Bison is the best part of this show, I think we can He's maybe agree. He's
0: crazy. He's <laughs> insane. This the the way they draw him in every panel is different and it's
2: all just like funhouse and a- every panel is different. It's so it's <laughs> except kooky. for the except for the giant balls on his chin. Uh, yeah he's got a real cleft that's about the same
0: yeah (laughs) his hat is either 10 feet long or about a foot long um (laughs) but it's great i love it his creepy horrible face is always different never know what to expect
3: and i actually really in a in a better made cartoon i would actually really like the decision that they went with for adapting his character uh I'm again no expert on Street Fighter lore, but I'm pretty sure Bison M. Bison was always sort of a, a leader of like maybe some mercenaries called uh Shadaloo or something, some sort of weird organization. But to make him like a Doctor Doom figure and to make Shadowloo his like Latveria is a pretty cool mm-hmm. idea. Like he's like a weird dictator of another country with it is weird diplomatic cool. yes. questions. Yeah. I feel like in Street Fighter he's 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 the <laughs> organizer of the Street Fighter competition. And he's evil and wants, in kind of tertiarily wants to take over the world through the, through the machinations of his Street Fighter tournament. <laughs> he's he's also hard Nazi coded in the original. Ah, um, uh, yeah, sure. Okay.
0: And the the, the thing th- that always strikes me as weird is how the hero group, the hero team, <laughs> referred to themselves as Street Fighters. <laughs>
2: yeah, like their no, agents, no, no, like <laughs> the
0: Street Fighter code. That means honor and dignity. You're talking about fighting in the middle of a back alley. Like, I don't understand. But... <laughs>
2: your, your name is synonymous with, you know, dirty.
0: <laughs> with gutter yeah. punching.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's the code of the gutter punchers. <laughs> no, uh, uh, they don't call themselves street fighters. They call themselves, their code name is street fighter, as it says in the, the know, code in code intro. They, they, they are collectively street fighter.
3: Guile leads a secret group of international crime fighters called Street Fighter. Like, yeah. Cool. No, no you, no, you don't. You, you don't. do not do that. They're all Street Fighter.
0: Uh, there's also, there was a moment that I fully rejected that um, there's a, there, what happens is when, this, so this orb crash lands and. From a different Bison, dimension. Yeah, from a different dimension, M. Bison seizes it and then becomes real scary in his country and has weather magic and shit and decides to host a, a special ball. And <laughs> Chun-Li's there in a prom dress vowing to avenge her father constantly. Like, yeah. every day of the week, she's like, I'm ready to avenge my father. Like, okay, take it down just a notch if you can. <laughs> when but- is Street Fighter
3: gonna let me avenge
0: my
2: dad? The-, the Warrior King is on board with it, though. Yes. The Warrior King's him. like, oh my gosh. Uh, my whole world could go extinct without this orb. So I'm going to do that. But he killed your dad. That's the worst.
1: Yeah. He, <laughs>
0: shows up, he shows up through a portal. And in the middle of a fight, they're fighting the M Bison people. And that's when um, the Warrior King decides to hit on Chun Li. It's He's so like, funny about I- how beautiful she is.
1: Verily, I have never seen a woman with your gift for combat or with your charm and beauty.
2: I can't believe it. We're in the middle of battle and you're hitting on me?
1: Your words are obscure. Your meaning is clear.
3: <laughs> but that's such a funny response. Like, are you hitting on me?
0: Uh, your words are obscure. I did
1: <laughs> But I can I take a hint,
0: I guess. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a warrior uh, king,
3: not a fucking chauvinist.
0: However, that moment was, I was like, no, I don't think so. Because... This show, I don't think it should be self-aware. I just kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. reject the fact that this show has any sort of self-awareness.
3: I, I loved it, and I loved, yeah. I loved how just how, in a show of straight nonsense, how <laughs> how immediately likable the Warrior King is. He he, yeah. he shows up through a vortex and just starts <laughs> spitting compliments, and then when they and then when she's like, "Dude, not not the time or the place," he's like. The warrior king understands and has adjusted his behavior
1: accordingly.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my favorite moment is is, is a couple minutes later. A couple minutes later, they're having like a heart to heart in the forest. And he's like doing the, the chivalry routine. And she goes,
1: I appreciate the thought. But where I come from, a girl doesn't need a champion.
3: And
2: then she fucking kicks a tree over. (laughs) It's so fucking She does kick an entire tree over. (laughs) And he's impressed.
0: Yeah. She does also keep ragging on the fact that she's wearing a prom dress. That she's wearing her, like, ball gown. But it's very similar to her her uniform. Her, like, (laughs) current, like... So she has her, like, an attache case with her (laughs) Chun-Li like game <laughs> outfit like this is the one I wear in the game so I'm gonna put it on it's got the same front flap thing <laughs> why would you go to the place with the guy who killed your
3: dad wearing a dress you can't fight in yeah why would you choose to do that Chun-Li
0: it's also it's very similar like she, she changes and it's it's not that the different. same it's yeah. basically it's the very
2: same. close <laughs> different pom-poms in the hair
0: Right. Trash, trash pile. Trash pile. Just
2: remember trash pile. everybody. Trash
0: pile. Remember. Remember everybody. <laughs> but I do want to um, clip drop her line of like,
1: If I'm going to die in
2: this fight, I'm going to die in my Street Fighter uniform. Not wearing a prom dress. Not in a
0: prom dress. <laughs> I will dress. die in the, the thing I wear in the game Street Fighter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do like how with the bad guy with Bison, they just go full political scheme, though. Oh, my God. Like, they go so hard much. into the politics. And like, like, and like, Chun Li confronts him, like for the camera too. And she's like,
1: "Benevolent assistance? Like when Shadowloo provided illegal arms to Confer, then looted its national treasury in return?" I know.
0: <laughs> you expect me to follow this? I sat down to watch Street Fighter on the USA Network.
1: You yeah. Come, what are you I was I'm like? i yes. I'm twelve.
3: <laughs> I suppose this would be. This would be right after the Nicaraguan Contra controversy.
0: I guess oh, maybe. Contra is another good game. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Austin, Austin, with the word association humor.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bison goes. He goes full. He like feeds into it. He says that uh, she's lost her objectivity as a reporter. <laughs> he stands know, by the
0: fact. Just because I like, killed your dad or whatever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I just, you know, it goes to show like my favorite villains growing up weren't the toughest and they weren't like, you know, the the coolest looking. They're always the political gaslighters, right? Those are yeah. the ones that I really, mm-hmm. they really stuck with me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> God damn it. Um, I, uh, my final thought, I'm going to, I'm going to have one uh, before we sort of trash pile our way out. My final thought is that when is the the rest of the team, this is obviously a Chen li episode, the rest of the team, Guy, Ryu, and Ken, uh, they go to help, and then a giant wall shows up around the compound, and they spend the rest of the episode just repeatedly Hadouken and Sonic booming
2: the wall, trying to <laughs> make a hole,
3: and yeah, they never
2: really do. No. They kind they of show do, up at the last seconds with tanks, and that's it.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I I do. I we have to play though the sort of final dramatic line that Chun Li. Oh my god! Utters um, when. Ken I think is like yes, it's heychenley you've been you've been in the middle of uh, of a combat zone. How about a boyfriend, I guess? it looks like you've been working out some major frustrations here.
2: maybe you uh need a boyfriend I already have one. Hope to meet him someday
0: <laughs> you you hope to meet him someday you did you mean meet him again meet him again that's a that's a strong clarification needed
3: <laughs> One word too. you could just throw it in. It's really easy. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck. Uh, I have one more. I actually, I lied. I lied. There's a piece of information that it doesn't seem like any of you found when doing any research. I may be the only person who did research. That's okay. That's my usual situation. But uh, that's actually not a dunk. I'm like literally okay with that. Uh, (laughs) This episode, and I may be sort of this, may be sort of backdoor piloting our way into a Patreon special. So this episode Aired as part of a four-part crossover event with all the other cartoons in the USA Action Extreme Team cartoon lineup. What? Where the Warrior King shows up out of portals in every one of them. (laughs) Oh, we should follow our (laughs) warrior. And after this first episode, after this fucking Street Fighter episode, he shows up in the Mortal Kombat show, in Savage Dragon, and finally Wing Commander Academy. Presumably sort of chasing his orb through various portals and silly situations. That's
0: one theory. I'm going to assume he shows up in those other dimensions to tell people that he's dating (laughs) Chun-Li.
3: Okay, we're back. It's Archie's Weird Mysteries. Episode 28, Dance of the Killer Bees.
0: Ding, 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 ding,
3: Some sort of alarm goes off in the SMT headquarters. <laughs> he said the secret word. With prom around the corner, Big Ethel enlists Archie's help upon finding
0: a swarm of humanoid bees. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Ooh, baby, we're in the money on this show. Bees. Oh, yeah. Bees.
3: Is anyone on this show right now not familiar with Archie or has never read an Archie comic? Cause I've never read an Archie comic. I'm tangentially familiar with the concept of there's a character an named Archie, Archie <laughs> who hangs out with Betty and Veronica. And that would be about sure. as far as my knowledge extends.
0: Well, in that surely you know the Jughead likes burgers. I mean, surely you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
3: he likes to eat anything, really. True. Yeah. Yeah, but he does wear a burger crown like he's king of burgers. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, king of burgers.
3: <laughs> uh, I I got to say that I I probably have read the most Archie out of anybody, but it's because uh, out of anybody. No, not out of anybody. Out of anybody right on this podcast right now. It's Because of your Sonic. It's kind of It's your because Sonic of, it's because of my Sonic <laughs> shit because Archie published sure. the Sonic the Hedgehog comics and once in a while they did really awkward crossover events. <laughs> And they also had a Sabrina the Teenage Witch comic. And sometimes I'd just go to the store and I'd pick up a few of the other ones. Like mm, now, I had go, heard there it. was a period of time where Archie was competent. Like, it was, oh, it was yeah. legit. Oh, yeah, after that. But I would have, I later. was still never convinced. <laughs> uh, as, uh, as, a, as a youth, the concept of Archie was so foreign to me as 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 something that anybody would spend money on,
0: right? Yeah, right. I was confused and kind of angry about it because you see Archie at the check stand. Everybody sees uh, next Archie to the, at Reader's the check digest. stand. Oh yeah, next to reader, but also next to the fruit stripe and the like objectively better <laughs> stuff like gum and and M and M's. And if you can get gum and M and M's, then why would you get Archie? You know?
3: Did you know that if you eat both of those at the same time, uh, it's called gum and M's.
0: <laughs> I did. I did know that. I learned that in Archie comic. Trash pile.
3: <laughs> you can't trash pile my bits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I did read a bit of Archie here and there, uh, but I read the uh, the comic that came out a couple years ago, Archie versus Predator, which was like ah. a five part crossover, which was extremely good. Um, and I also I check out say Mark Wade's
3: uh, Mark Wade's run on Archie. Really he was pretty good. good. Yeah.
0: Um, the the whole like. The Archie brand, or whoever, like, is the rights holder, seems to be pretty chill with doing weird stuff with Archie. And I'm pretty on board with that. Like, across its multi-decade history, there's just a lot of dumb, stupid shit that they put these characters through. And I kind of am here for it. Yeah.
3: And I gotta say, it's interesting watching this show because they remade this show, and not in a literal way, and probably not in a way that any of them would acknowledge. But Archie's Weird Mysteries is just the precursor to the live-action Riverdale show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like where weird shit happens in Riverdale, and it's like intense. Like I don't know. I don't don't know. Anyway, those those that's my thoughts on that.
0: I don't think Riverdale has any humanoid bees, but I could be wrong. (laughs) I hear, I see tangentially a lot of people who watch Riverdale just make the wildest tweets out of context for things they see on Riverdale. So it could have giant bees as far as I know.
3: Yeah. There's giant bees in this episode. Did we say that already? Maybe five yeah. times? Yeah. It's, it's quite good. And they do the alien <laughs> thing where you don't actually see one of the bees for any length of time for most of the episode, which I did appreciate. Also, t- episode 28 feels like... So they introduced the fact that Archie has weird mysteries. Uh, within the first two or three lines and i have
2: yeah and and i
3: have to wonder do they do this every single episode or are they still just i don't know it's funny to me that that by episode 28 they're they're reintroducing the entire concept of the show
2: ethel if you've got a weird mystery then i'm your man
3: i'm archie the man who does weird mysteries
0: also uh When I was watching this, the first few minutes, I was like, man, the Archie voice actor is really channeling Andrew Rannells. And I wonder who played the actor. Holy shit, it's Andrew Rannells. Uh, It is Broadway, Book of Mormon, Broadway legend, and Big Mouth uh, star Mm -hmm. Andrew Rannells. Uh, Mm. It's him in a very early role. Apparently, he did a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. I gotta wonder,
3: how much is this... Early Andrew Rannells trying to sort of match an old style comic of Archie energy, sort of being a broad, like, you know, oh, well, I'm Archie. Uh, or how much of this is just that's how bad of an actor he was. And then same deal, same deal for Book of Mormon, where they were like, we need Elder Price to be really like obnoxiously
0: like. G-wiz. Trash Yeah, like G-wiz. No, you
3: can't trash pile talking about musical theater when Andrew Rannells is in this show. I don't know. I just wonder if he got better as an actor and he just sucks right now or if this is a stylistic I, choice. I kind
0: of have to disagree. I
2: kind of think he was perfect for this character. I think he like I think he kind of knocked it out of the park. Ugh. Yeah, I don't think there, it doesn't come across. None of his lines come across as like incompetently set delivered. Yeah, <sighs> I know. It's
3: it's the, just you know, Rory. It's just <laughs> boring. I'm so sorry. It's been so long since we've had an actor to talk about on this show that I think Rory's sort of forgotten what it feels like to, to be in the minority <laughs> to, be to, to be, hate. The, <laughs>
1: the,
0: Don't worry.
3: I've, I've, we've got another actor later in this episode to talk about that you'll like, Rory. So uh
0: look forward to that. To to put this show into context, this show is basically Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but every character is either Cordelia or Xander. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty.
2: Yeah, that, yeah. That's a good. That's a. That's
0: and awesome. and in that way, I kind of loved it. Like, yeah, I, I. Yeah. This was this kind of ran away with it for me. Like, this was a huge surprise that th- I actually super enjoyed this show.
3: Uh, I, for me, it spent a little too much time just sort of dilly dallying in in horse manure but definitely like i i i appreciate the concept as a as a thing that exists
0: and act three is is fantastic
3: act three is fantastic yeah three is very good i feel like i feel like they shouldn't have dicked us around for so long in the episode if the conclusion was going to be if the conclusion was going to be like 10 seconds because of it like i would have liked to spend some more time in danger at the end of the episode
0: that's how i feel yeah Totally. Um, so then let's walk through the first two thirds really quickly.
2: So yeah, this character, yeah. Big Ethel, who is, I think, just
3: a Neither, tall, he's ugly he's woman. Not
2: big. Yeah. She's not she's big. She's not big. I checked because I, th- I was like, oh, she's the same size as Archie. So maybe everyone will be shorter. And she's the same size as Betty and Veronica because everyone is drawn at the same height. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's,
0: there's not a lot of care to the, visual, the visuals of this show. But she's got big vibe. Yeah, I guess so. She's a beekeeper, and everybody likes to knock her for <laughs> being ugly. I guess it's but so she's weird.
3: I, okay, so I'm I'm on her Wikipedia page because Ethel Muggs has a Wikipedia entry that's actually sure. longer than I thought it would be. Um, apparently, uh, she was portrayed in the early era as a tall, gangly, plain, somewhat boy-crazy woman.
2: Yeah, she's super into
3: Jughead. She's very into Jughead.
0: <laughs> when, in the old days, when the most devastating insult was that a woman was kind of plain. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> but from looking at the image on this, uh, uh article... They really accentuated this sort of like attempt at ugliness for this cartoon, as opposed to what yeah, they did. In I, the comic. And I like her as a sort of, uh, and and so the show. I feel like on on it's twofold because on one hand you're right the the characters are somewhat um, cruel about about Ethel's appearance, but I didn't feel like the show outside of the characters who are who who are mean who are, mm-hmm. and who are considered to be mean within this sort of. You know, uh, universe of the show, Ethel is. They don't linger on on really dogging on her. They don't uh, give
0: it, Ethel any no. negative beyond, properties,
3: right? Beyond what it takes to establish that these characters
2: think that she's lame. yeah, but I, she's, I, really, she's not popular is the one. Yeah, she's not, not popular. She
3: right. And I dig the idea of this of this sort of like goofy beekeeping boy crazy. Yeah, <laughs> woman. she's yeah. yeah. yeah it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> teeny. She's got Meltzer, Melvin right? vibes. Oh, yeah. kind of Melvin too, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's but, it's so, fun.
0: Yeah, she enlists Archie because all of her sunflowers have been drained of their pollen. No, they've been sucked dry.
2: My entire field of sunflowers has been sucked dry of nectar and depollinated overnight.
3: <laughs> pollen and nectar. <laughs> sucked dry. Archie, Archie, come quick. Archie, <laughs> somebody's
0: sucked. <laughs> somebody sucked all my flowers. Archie. <laughs> Archie. <laughs> What's a girl to do? <laughs> <laughs> so the only course of action is that I mean the only like logical conclusion is that giant m- killer bees are on the loose somewhere around the school. Yeah. <laughs> right. The principal
3: the principal spends the entire show uh, and and presumably every single episode uh not learning that Archie's right about weird shit and continuing to disbelieve Archie about weird shit and uh Yes. It, that I, would get tiresome if we watched more than one. I think. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah.
2: Weatherby I, he, is
0: is a shitty character, yeah.
2: even mm-hmm. when piles of honey show up on his desk.
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody honey's. His he's desk. like,
2: he's like, he's like, all right, you Hits, two are suspended. Hint, like, some sort of zodiac killer, sort of, yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: sort of hint, hint that the the principal is next. Your sin yeah. is being too sweet, Principal <laughs> Weatherby. <laughs> Um, there is also a Weatherby line I have to clip drop because it feels unfinished it's like oh my god case. I know I know Archie thought we should Andrews eh I should have known wherever there's trouble there's Archie what, <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> I, I, it makes That's me wonder it. if That's this it. is it I, cuts if, after if, that I, I thought about this for about five I paused it and thought about it for about five minutes at like just like really like what could this have fucking meant my best guess is that There's a running gag in other episodes where there's like a like segue, like immediate transition where he starts a sentence and finishes it in another scene. Like, I bet this is Archie. And then he like it cuts to him talking to Archie, whatever his last name is. Right. Like he finishes up like, yeah, Andrews. And it feels like maybe that's like a setup expectation here, like Archie. And then the show doesn't transition. And he's like, hmm. And then later when he shows up. To see Archie at the at the the shed, he goes Andrews, and that's my best guess Mm. about what's going on in that gag. I literally couldn't tell you though. Uh, It's bizarre. It it just it hurt it hurt to watch.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Um, So so they think they're on the trail of this giant bee at school, and uh, we see that it literally they're
2: falling around as pollen, is
0: pollen the pollen trails
2: and and the honey and the honey pots right (laughs) just (laughs) dripping everywhere.
3: Yeah, they should have suspected Winnie the Pooh. (laughs)
1: giant killer bees
3: (laughs) Christopher Robin I'm Archie
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh bother oh bother so the
0: giant so the giant bee has gone into the swimming pool and it surprise attacks Veronica who's putting up uh, prom queen posters because there's a whole subplot that's nothing nothing about Veronica and Betty campaigning for Prom Queen. It's nothing, it's dumb.
2: Uh mm, I'll with a truly on that later. trash pile scene at the beginning. Yes, it's bad. Where it's the, where bad the bad two girls are just fighting over Archie. Ooh!
1: Oh. Well, I know one person who's going to vote for me, isn't that right,
2: Archie? Whoa! Well, I uh... Don't be silly! He's voting for me. Right, Archikins? Dream on, he's voting for me. That's what you think. Ha, you wish he's mine. Whoa. Mine, Whoa. mine, mine, mine. Whoa, girls, slow down. Which um, I don't yeah. quite
3: get. I don't get like within the world of the show, and I don't get it as a selling point to the to to enjoying Archie. Yeah. I don't know who it's for. Archie is this sort of like just big dweeb who is inexplicably the object of many girls' eye, which feels like a sort of, you know, typical male fantasy. But I just, I don't know anybody as like a, you know, a young lad who thought Archie was for them that was interested in the world of
0: Archie. It's like that old sixties thing, that Peter Parker thing, where it's like, you're, you're dating everybody until you're married. Like (laughs) uh, six (laughs) girlfriends and
2: they all want you. And right. that's just, you know, what the dream of being and a boy. What am I yes. going to do about it? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, no. I'm just nice and have a big heart.
3: Except with Archie, you add on a layer of him being dumb about it, too. And maybe yeah. like not getting yeah. it. Yeah. This otherwise doesn't feel like it was targeted at boys where it's like, <laughs> I mean, Archie's weird mysteries, perhaps more so. But like in, in an era where there's Transformers and Ninja Turtles to just have a dude with girlfriends. <laughs> it was a tough sell, mm-hmm. I think, to
0: a male audience,
3: to a young male yeah. audience.
0: Yeah, it's it's outdated. Um, yeah,
3: I feel like it's a similar piece of property to uh, a pup named Scooby Doo in that way. Where like, did we like already? Scooby Doo is not that popular anymore, and now you're making them kids, and the plots are even worse. Uh, <laughs> so I, I I don't know. It's it's a, it feels like it feels really similar to me. I'm going to argue with you, Austin, on the queen plot because it's a big setup for a good joke. Well, the payoff I love. The payoff The payoff is great because they're all trying to be prom queen. Archie's like, well, I'm not going to choose between my two girlfriends. I'm going to say that Ethel should be prom queen. And so Ethel starts running. And at a certain point, Betty and Veronica feel bad about how they've been treating Ethel. And they drop out of the prom queen race. Only to find out that the the queen of the giant killer bees has uh, is thinking that they're electing her like a literal queen and is like I'm going to usurp <laughs> this queen and just yes. starts, like shows up at the prom and attacks Ethel and it's so good.
0: Yeah. So the this B plot, the B plot. it <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: is, B
2: waiting plot. for that one to drop.
0: <laughs> yes. The 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 prom queen plot becomes the B plot becomes the A plot. Uh, where uh the uh, one of the bees jumps down and surprises Veronica and she's like oh okay whatever very funny you're, you're the mascot this giant bee mascot and through that Archie and Jughead can sort of track them to the ceiling where they get captured by these bees and one of my favorite lines was
2: whether well, was right looks like we are suspended from the ceiling we sure have gotten into a sticky situation
0: like did you have to mm-hmm. though yeah they double it up so the, the these bees have been living up up in the school and they deliver the news to the queen.
2: We seem to have arrived at a time of transition. They are about to
0: choose their new queen.
3: All the better.
0: Your majesty.
3: Let them declare their new queen. Invest their support and help in her. Then I will sting the pathetic creature into submission before all her subjects. Never again
1: will a human dare to challenge Queen and Tamala
0: which is great. I just I love the way that these things dovetail together. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
3: And her name is Queen Entomala, which is dumb as fuck, like entomology, like it's... I like that they kind of went away from the the, the the sort of easy answers, but it felt like too far to travel to me.
0: Sure. Um, sure, but the the bees do travel into the prom uh, where wow. they an- the finally they wow, announce awesome. Ethel I know they announced <laughs> Ethel as the prom queen because again they they you know the two also, girls renounce uh, their queenship. And
3: Tamala I mean bees would be one of the few insects that have a separate school
2: of of uh, study.
3: Mm. <laughs> what what would be apiology? What is it? It's ap- apiology. Yeah, yeah. Queen Apiala. Cool.
2: The queen has lightning hands as one of her powers. Now she can <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna sting ethel with her lightning hand to death um and ethel jumps into a volcano and yeah. pulls out mm-hmm. her her smoker that she, she stashes away in volcanoes for in paper mache for volcanoes such for an yeah yeah for she that- gets the
0: smoke gun she puts <laughs> she puts the bees to sleep or just the queen to sleep and then of course the the best turn i think is that now she has become the new queen of the
1: bees <laughs>
0: because, <laughs> Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's like Chronicles of Riddick rules or whatever. And, you know, <laughs> you you have become the new, you know, you keep what you kill. And you are now the queen of the bees.
2: You have defeated our queen. We are yours to command. Ah!
0: The way all of this spiraled, I just was delighted by. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Uh,
3: this, is, this is our transition out because I'm hitting trash pile. We've tried to trash pile our way out. I'm going to say... Archie does like a little typed up story at the end of every episode and he says as he's typing at the end here
2: <laughs> and of course if you're looking for a prom queen that's got a big heart and can handle her bees then i've got just the one you're looking for in a little town called Riverdale
3: <laughs> yeah cuz <'cause> that's <laughs> so what i look specific. for in a prom queen someone who can okay, handle her bees fuck Trash
2: It was a stormy night when a bolt of lightning forced me off the road. My car skidded into a government laboratory where a top-secret experiment was underway. I swerved into the path of Dr. Chase's molecular transfer ray, causing me and my car
1: to become one. The incredible Turbo Team!
0: Oh, everybody, we are pulling into the final show in our car that's also a boy uh that's right we're watching it's <laughs> right we're riding Team. a boy <laughs> <It's>, we're <laughs> watching we're watching turbo Teen, the wildest and weirdest show uh of human history it is this is episode two is that right Yeah. Uh, yes. dark rider and the wolves of doom
2: two and eight
0: two and eight
2: yeah, I looked at the Wikipedia and out of the 13 episodes, it might just be a typo, but episode two and episode eight are just the same episode.
1: <laughs>
3: Whoa. That <laughs> oh my God, you got away right? with shit back oh, then. Yeah,
0: you just <laughs> re aired an episode and acted like it was new.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah. So, this is called Dark Rider and the Wolves of Doom. The synopsis is Dark Rider kidnaps Brett. To learn his secrets by using a scientist's formula for making dogs act like wolves. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, Turbo Teen is about. Now, you might have
2: some questions. You
0: might have some questions. We do also. Uh, it's about a boy who got caught in a science trap of some kind, and he and his car merged to become one, the boy car himself, Turbo Teen. And this is Brett brett matthews who does sound like a football player of some kind yeah um he he can just sort of at will hulk out
3: it seems also tied to his emotions I'll, like so, when he gets too yeah, excited so what i found most disturbing about his about his car transformation uh was all actually well all of it it is it is it is absolutely this sort of like gothic grotesque it's but cronenberg yeah it is cronenberg yeah. um what I found most disturbing was that he experiences some sort of strange body dysphoria from the transformation. Uh, yeah. Later in the episode, a dog bites him in the butt and he's <laughs>
1: oh, Rusty, let go of my seats! But our
3: pants! And like, the fact that he makes that, uh, you know, mistake unironically.
0: He's lost track of when he's boy and when he's car. Yeah,
3: Yeah. he's funny and kind of spooky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This this also, I I was not until Austin and Rory—I don't remember who it was—that showed me the intro first. But until I saw this intro, I was not aware that Turbo Teen was real. But apparently, knowledge of this show is a part of probably like Gen Xer culture because it has been parodied in not only Robot Chicken but also Futurama and Rick and Morty, like pretty directly. Oh, and uh i think that's wild because i can't imagine anyone l- literally watching this
2: i mean it's it's bonkers it it makes an impression it, it makes, makes a very
3: <laughs> especially yeah. the intro yes yeah, like, the, uh, yeah the show that <laughs> you the intro
2: theme just like yeah. they will they because sh- they show the transformation in the intro and i feel yeah, like if my detail. mom had seen that intro i would never have been able to watch this show as a kid like if like yeah. if i had the chance If she was like, she would watch that and be like, "No, you can't watch this show. That's inappropriate."
3: What I want to give it props for early because it's also the first scene of the show. Um, It 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 opens on Alex uh, Turbo Teen's friend riding around inside the boy inside his boy his friend inside his his boyfriend with his dog with his dog. But uh, not only is he played by a black actor, but really feels like this is. I mean, this is a step, or this is a reach, because I have not seen every show from 1984. Sure, but potentially the most, like, positive and um, yeah, and robust black character, at least in cartoons, if not all of TV, for 1984. <laughs> I was blown away. <laughs> yeah, by how cool, cool Alex is right out the yeah. bat, and yeah. also Patty, the the girl character. This is the part that I was I was telling you, Rory, that you're gonna like. Uh, is one of the very first credits for Pamela Hayden, who becomes uh, the voice of Millhouse not too long after this. That's fun.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: I knew she sounded familiar.
1: Where's Brett? He's already half an hour late. But Eddie Dirksen is right on time to ask you, Sugar Babe, to the dance. No thanks, Eddie. I'm going with Brett.
3: I I really enjoyed, but also hated, for a note-taking perspective. Uh, not since. The 90s Spider-Man cartoon has more happened in one episode of television it's, that we've it's watched. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. It,
0: it's yeah. so hard it is, to follow. It's
3: so it's tough. Everything is constantly moving and it's kind of crazy because I don't know what budget they had. I mean, it's not like they're doing some sort of like absurd complicated animations all the time, but the number of environments that they go through, that's a lot of backgrounds to draw. Yeah, uh,
2: because
0: it, when the main character is a boy and a car, he's gonna go a lot of places, and he really mm-hmm. does. He does do that. He, he goes everywhere,
2: and he goes some places as a car where you wouldn't think he'd be able to go as a car.
0: <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> it, what's a car doing there on the stairs of your mom's house? Uh,
2: there's a car that does gymnastics in this show. Well, and, and, <laughs> it's so funny as Dark Rider is is on the hunt for TurboTeen,
3: and he and he's beginning to put the pieces together that. The the protagonist that's constantly thwarting him seems to be both car and man, and that would be impossible. <laughs> Can
0: the boy and the car be one? Can the boy and the car
3: be one? But he has <laughs> no evidence of this, and he presents it to his to his his friend as like I think they might be the same. And his friend just straight up hits him like, "Are you a fucking idiot?" Yeah. A boy cannot uh, be a car. <laughs> a boy cannot be car. That's impossible. He's like, oh, science man says it's impossible. <laughs> oh, my God. He says, he says.
1: As a fellow scientist, you should know that nothing is impossible.
3: And I'm pretty sure scientists regularly think lots of things are impossible. Now
0: go find me a boy who is a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, <gasps> oh, it's God.
3: it's really, it's a really crazy thing. They've got a, a classmate who's French named Monique. Her dad is a spooky experimental vet who's making a really strange potion that turns like dogs into wolves or something.
2: Well, he's he's trying to come up with like a cure for something.
3: And hey, Monique is thirsty. Monique mm-hmm. is hitting on everybody. Yeah, well, Monique, Monique is, is I, I find, I found her She's interesting. She's European. <laughs> right. <laughs> she has, uh, she has no interest in Alex or particularly anybody, but she's got strong flirty energy. And when her dad, the vet, gets captured by the Dark Rider, uh, she's really, really good at duping uh, our main guy Brent yes. into thinking that she's into him, so that she can lure him somewhere. Like she's un- uh, maybe a naturally uncomfortably good. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was I like often that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, but also no. it it is weird that uh, both Alex and Brett don't seem to like treat her great. In the fr- I mean, like so they they catcall her and it's like
1: I was just being friendly. Uh, it wasn't you, Alex. She's like that with all the guys at school.
0: And then yeah. when uh Brett gets wet, whenever he gets wet, he get, <laughs> turns back into a boy. He
2: can't be a wet car. <laughs> He's gotta become a wet boy. <laughs> um. I, I looked this up. Supposedly, it's temperature based. Okay. When exposed oh. to extreme heat or extreme cold, that's when he reverts into the car or out of the car.
0: That's puberty, but, man. I get it. But
2: it it also there's, I mean, he transforms at one point because he's break dancing and the friction okay. from him spinning on the ground. <laughs> Turns him into yeah. a car, so okay. it's not that extreme of heat, <laughs> you know. P- Same Patrick... with him; he falls down. He falls down the stairs, and the friction of him falling down the stairs turns him into a car. <laughs> this breakdance scene,
3: <laughs> Patty. Patty is jealous that he has gone to the dance with Monique, and she starts thinking something weird is going on. She thinks Monique. She overhears Monique talking to the Dark Rider on the phone. And so as a way of getting them to stop leaving the party, the prom or whatever, she yells out, Hey, Brett,
1: why don't you show Monique how you break dance?" <laughs> and then
0: he immediately
3: oh breaks into breakdancing to like an off-brand version of literally Huey Lewis's Heart of Rock yep. and Roll.
0: Yep. Yes.
2: So much for thinking cool. Gotta go.
0: Did they pay for that song? I, I don't it. know.
2: It, it it yeah.
0: It and then when he transforms into the car, the car
1: keeps he keeps dancing. dancing.
2: <laughs> well, he he leaves right because because uh, his friend Alex right Alex is like yeah, hey Alex. you gotta remember think cool and then like <laughs> literally five seconds of dancing happens and and he goes uh I should have thought cool as he's slowly transforming as, and he go, yeah, runs out into the parking lot, arms and, and legs are
0: wheels as he's like <laughs> yeah. in this grotesque <laughs> hopping
2: creature of, of wheel hands. And, oh, and then a significant portion of the high school sees a car break dancing <laughs> yeah. and they have shocked, horrified looks on their face. Like it's not played for a laugh. It's played for like body horror. Somebody help Brett! <laughs> oh my God. But, and then he jumps into a, a, the pool, the school pool, and that cools him down. And yeah. then that's the end of it. Nobody, like, nobody tells the authorities that there's a dancing car at the prom. <laughs> <laughs> nobody tells anyone that the kid is a car.
0: No, we haven't even gotten to the evil dogs yet. Like, this I is all like the first half of the episode. This is like, <sighs> there's a parade. They, they, like, lure him out at the parade to get Dark Rider and they cause they use Monique and try to like trap him or something. And that's we're still not to the evil dogs, yet. Dar- Dark
3: yeah. Rider, by well, the way, if we haven't said as much, incredibly inconspicuously drives a giant monster truck through town. Yes. <laughs> uh which I don't understand how is even if it's even legal, let alone how he's able to sneak up on anyone <laughs> Yeah,
0: he's driving Gravedigger, I guess. Uh, <laughs> somewhere through the town uh trying to catch you know next time gadget his way sort of to get oh, yeah. dark rider he he talks just like dr claw yeah 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 and now his his evil plan is is because um because Monique gives the the boys a ride um mm-hmm. and they somehow dark rider thinks that she'll be useful before finding out that her dad is an evil scientist or just a regular scientist who does weird, evil experiments on animals. Dogs. It's Dogs! Yeah. Uh, and it will revert, his science will turn dogs, will revert animals into their primal state, which means dogs can become
2: wolves. Like a butterfly turns into a caterpillar, or a dog turns back into a wolf, which that yep. is not the perfect same science. thing. That no, is not the same process. <laughs> that, <trash pile. laughs> <laughs> that is trash pile science right there. Yeah. Um, he kidnaps uh, TT, which is uh, the nickname that Turboteen has. Uh, mm-hmm. he, ki- he kidnaps TT's uh, dog by just <laughs> waving a stake in the air. <laughs> and then he goes and he turns uh, Turboteen's dog and all these other dogs that are in the back room of a vet clinic into wolf dogs.
0: Uh, when we watched Rubik the Amazing Cube last week, they also had a very strange dog heist plan. <laughs> um, and this also is very similarly confusing to make mm-hmm. weird a uh, race of super dogs that can yeah. help them do crime better, I
3: guess. <laughs> well, right. the, the threat is like, I need you to transform into the car right now in front of me to prove that you indeed are a boy in a car at the same time, or else I will sick these super wolves on the whole town. Uh, and he ends up kind of doing it anyway. Um, can so, you imagine if this was a different show? Like if this wasn't Turbo, and some guy was like, "Transform into a car, or I'll kill your dog." <laughs> oh god! I think my favorite scene is that uh, the Alex and and uh, and Patty is it Patty? Am I crazy? No, uh, Patty. Yeah, Alex and Patty show up to help by uh, showing up as the car. Like they've got the car and. Uh, Dark Rider's like, oh, shit, there's the car. Oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. You can't be you can't be the car if the car's over there. Uh, it turns out they're just in a different car behind a incredibly lifelike cardboard cutout of the Turbo Team car. <laughs> yes. And I don't know how they had that or made that so quickly or why he was confused by it, but it did turn into a really good bit for me and I laughed a lot.
0: Yeah, um, I also want to, it's very important that I clarify that not only is Brett's, car transformations horrifying but when there are people riding inside of him oh, uh, the yeah. transformation ends with them just sort of <laughs> sitting on his back Still being like, on them <laughs> playing <laughs> yeah you know playing horsey also with he's Daddy. like
3: there's a cut uh early on he's never like fully a car they cut to pretty much half of brett like a centaur but he's like inside the <laughs> yeah. uh, the hood of the car
1: uh mm-hmm. yeah. God. Just like
3: being the engine, just a uh,
0: cranking <laughs> cranking, cranking the gears by hand. <laughs> you imagine if they take that the car into like a jiffy lube and a guy pops the hood and just sees a boy's face. There.
2: <laughs> uh. um, watching his face melt into the hood was just Oh, <laughs> oh I can't oh, it's really oh, it's so oh it's so bad. And then watching
3: watching the trunk of the car turn into a big booty donk that then shrinks yeah. down to a normal boy
0: butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so hard really to follow intense. the action too because when the car is doing stuff, you just hear his disembodied voice.
1: I'll say one thing: he's determined. I can't stop. This is no place to be
2: hanging out. Through the radio, we presume. Yeah, yeah it's through the radio. Yeah, this but
3: also you gotta understand this. This came out at the height of Knight Rider. Like this is right. fully, this is fully a kit from Knight Rider knockoff property. Like they're just trying to capture that lightning. Absolutely, they don't, even, they don't care.
0: Well, they and Teen care. Wolf too. I mean, it's it's uh-huh. a Teen Wolf, it's a Teen Wolf <laughs> and it's a Night Rider. <laughs> How can we lose <laughs> <laughs> in basically every possible way?
2: <laughs> every possible way.
3: It turns out it's the it turns out it's the worst of both of those concepts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. I think this would be this would be the end of our trash arc of the mm-hmm. of the the trash cycle in uh, Saturday morning Tuesdays. We've we've Mama taken out Mia. all of the trash. The pile yeah. is gone. No more trash uh, is a promise that we won't make. <laughs> Back to great <laughs> cartoons. Back to our normal regular schedule program. Yeah,
0: Patrick,
1: hit As us with your say.
2: hit us with your thoughts about today. Oh man, I I had some fun with it. <laughs> um, I was I I was hard. Pr- I was okay. So I watched them in the order that we talked about them, and yeah, I was ext- when I was watching it, I was like, "Wow, that this is really truly terrible." Also, because it didn't have Blanca in it, even uh, though he's, yeah. he's he's he is a character in this cartoon. He's in yeah. the intro, but he wasn't in this episode. And that might actually be better for me because then he they didn't <laughs> ruin him. Um, but this it was really bad. And then I watched Archie, and I was like, "This is clearly better in almost every single way than Street Fighter." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's still pretty boring. Um, and then I was like, "Well, there's no way that you could get worse than Street Fighter." <laughs> and then I watched Third <laughs> team Yeah, and I I because like I also went in totally blind. So at the beginning, I'm like. It, it's not explicit that he can change back into a boy like it oh. from the intro it just says that he gets transformed so i thought we just had this kid was just in denial it's just a car now It's like tobias from animorphs right Cause, yeah because he was like hey don't you know i'm on the gymnastics team and i was like well not as a car you're not no. <laughs> <was> like how <laughs> like how many people know that this teenager is a car or they just think he's like missing and presumed dead. Like I had no idea, so I was yeah. so confused. Yeah, and then he finally, maybe like five minutes into the episode, he became more you know, confused. He, he gets he gets wet and turns into a boy again. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so he can like hide it, and I was like, and then yeah. it started to make a a little bit more sense, but it was just so. And also, like, the, the serum that they, they change the dogs into is airborne. It's an airborne serum. Yeah. <laughs> it turns all of the wolves, or the dogs into wolves, but none of the humans into Cro-Magnon yeah, men, They just make them smell Which would have been really great, I thought. That would have been a nice touch.
0: Oh, if they all became babies. they became <laughs> <Yeah>. Turbo babies. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: <then laughs> Turbo
3: it'd, be baby. Like, it'd be like in Dinosaurs, where they had that ray that devolves them back into right. dumb dinosaurs. Uh, the Devolution <laughs> Ray?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Turbo Teen was just so. It's so. It it, to be fair, it is just its own thing. Like I've never seen anything quite like it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. um, Yeah. So it's got that going for it and i really actually i did enjoy the instrumental uh huey lewis song in the <laughs> um that was the best part of my day actually i think yes
0: <laughs> i could honestly see myself chomping more of archie's weird mysteries i could see getting some of that flavor again to see what other sh- what other episodes are like because this was well, okay, like
3: this is this is a different conversation i want to i apologize if this sort of leaves patrick out for a second but are there any of these six cartoons that we watched this past week and like two weeks that we would want to watch again
0: boy Boy, i mean a lot
3: of these wound up being really great radio but mm. make no mistake listeners
2: they were bad yeah (laughs) yes yes uh (laughs) I, there's not really a single good joke in the Archie one, and that was the no, best one. there might there's be not. a one or
0: two. Um, I mean, a, there, mm-hmm. there's the. I smiled at the at the the way that they dovetailed the queen wanting to become the prom queen and confused. Yes. you know, like yeah, that. there's whole, some there's some
2: cleverness. Yes, but
0: <laughs> uh, I would I would watch more Orbots. We know, Rory, we know your opinion <laughs> on robots. <laughs> On Orbot, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
1: uh, I don't
3: know. I really don't know. I, I don't think I would want to. I, I'll go along with whatever you want. So if we want to do a revisit at some point of any of these, I'll I'll do it begrudgingly. But I'm pretty I, I'm pretty anti all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean just be thankful. Until we watch the uh, the really boring shit. Until we finally watch Dogtanyan and the Musket Hounds or something.
2: <sighs> I mean, there's we had a, there's stuff a to lot talk of about. trash pile. There's a lot of trash pile you can yeah. go through. Years. There's um, three seasons. There's three seasons of Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Rubik. Maybe just to see if somebody wants to <laughs> fuck a dog again.
0: Yeah. Oh boy. We'll we'll catch you up on that after the show,
2: Patrick. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Can't
3: wait. Well, thanks, Patrick. Thank you for coming along, and uh, thanks everyone for for, having me. Yeah, and thanks for everyone listening who uh, allowed us to sort of air out some really, really long, dirty laundry that we've had for quite too long. Honestly, too long, too long. Um, and uh, and we'll do something completely different next week. I promise. So we will see you next Tuesday.